This episode of the Mark My Words pod and vlogcast are brought to you by the Coatings Alliance, makers of C2 Paint. C2 Paint wants you to know about their new dealer select program for their exterior wood finish guard products. The guard program offers a unique opportunity to access one of the most innovative and top selling products in the space while removing standard barriers and allowing dealers to cherry pick from their high volume products with just a minimal investment. If you're interested in knowing more, go to c2dealer.com. Hey everybody, thanks for joining me today. With me on my episode today is Tom Hill. Tom, you may recall because he's been on my program a time or two, is the Chief Executive Officer of C2, which is also the sponsor of this particular episode. C2 is a collective of independent paint retailers who 20 years ago, unhappy with the products that were being offered to them and the programs that were being offered to them at the time from the national paint manufacturers, started their own brand, developed the brand, developed the chemistry and then have been in that time going out and having that product toll manufactured for them. And uh, recently, uh, I think about five years ago, they connected with PPG. And for that time, uh, since then, PPG has been their authorized manufacturer. And so I've been making all of their products for them and handling all of their shipping and any other logistics. But I had noticed, I had heard through my connections to the organization, I had heard that they were making a change and that they would be moving from PPG as the contract expired. They were going to be moving to another manufacturer. And I was interested in that process. So I butted in a little bit as people like me are inclined to do. And I reached out to Tom and he had shared that they were going with Diamond Vogel, who I thought was a really cool fit. And of course, since then, from that initial conversation, you you may have noticed that I've had the CEO of Diamond Vogel on my podcast, but they went to Diamond Vogel, which I thought was a really great fit. They own their own stores, uh, a small chain, I think of about 30 or so stores out West. So they do have some understanding of what it is to be a retailer. They are members of All Pro through that retail arm. So there are owners in that company, members of the Vogel family who just do the retail part of their business. And so what a great opportunity for an organization like C2 to have somebody making their paint for them who also has such a clear understanding of, of the challenges that they face uh, as retailers in this market, as retailers who are not. Sherwin-Williams or, or Home Depot, because while it's true that uh, Diamond Vogel is one of the largest paint manufacturers in the United States, that does not make them one of the largest paint retailers in the United States. And so I thought that this was just kind of a cool story that you guys would be interested in hearing about this family-owned business who's been making paint for, you know, a hundred years or so, maybe a little bit longer. They're, they're one of the oldest paint manufacturers in the United States, as well as one of the biggest, has now connected with this, you know, affiliation of independent paint retailers, the Coatings Alliance, that are really trying to do something different in the space. And so I, I appreciate that. And I, I know I give them a lot of time 
on this channel because I, I think that what they're doing is is really cool. And I look for ways to try to help independent retailers succeed. And, and they are, in addition to having a, a line of paint that they look to sell into the market, they are a group of independent paint retailers looking to succeed. In this case, they're looking to succeed through their cooperation. And so I've, I've become friendly over the years with a number of members of their board and the CEO, Tom, who's on the show now. I've worked with them before on other projects. You all know my, my history in the, in the space. And so I've worked with them before on other projects and, and I've always enjoyed working with them and, and giving them time. And so uh, what Tom and I are talking about today is, is this transition he puts to rest some of the rumors that I had heard about a, a blow up between uh, C2 and Pittsburgh, it turns out it was nothing like that at all. Unfortunately, a lot less drama and interest and excitement than all of that. Just the end of a contract and C2 thought it was in their best interest to look around and, and see what else would be available to them. And, and they came across Diamond Bogle. And a match was made as my grandmother and my great-grandparents used to say in Yiddish all the time, a shidach. A shidach was just a, a, a good introduction, you know, usually referring to two people that maybe had led to a marriage, a man and a woman, but just in general, just a good introduction. And so somebody made a shidach here, somebody made a good introduction, and these two are, are off and running, and, and it's an interest to share with you. So I hope you enjoy and, and like and subscribe, and thank you as always for tuning in. So thanks for joining me, everybody. With me today is Tom Hill. Tom is the president of the Coatings Alliance Manufacturers of C2 Paint. Tom, how are you today? I'm doing great, Mark. How are you? I'm doing really well, thanks. Good to see you. I am sorry. I know the Buffalo Bills did not yeah, deliver for you yesterday. These things happen, but good luck next year anyway. Yeah, thank you. It was a fun ride, and what do you do? The better team won. That's all I could yeah. say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations, well, guys- Casey. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys had a very good year. So good for you guys. So tell me a little bit about before we get going. I know that there was one topic in particular that we had on our agenda today that you wanted to talk about. But tell me a little bit before we get to that, just how are things going at C2 in general? They're going relatively well. As I talk to dealers, you know, I hear I hear a relatively positive story. In some cases, it's a fantastic story you know, banner year in spite of everything that's going on in the world. And yep. in other cases, there's obviously been an impact due to COVID, but I haven't heard too many very tragic stories, right? And that's that's quite encouraging compared to yeah. what I thought was going to happen in March. I mean, when I, when I started writing in March, I don't know if you were reading anything I was mm-hmm. putting out back then, I was expecting a disaster. And that was not because I was guessing and trying my trying out my prognosticating skills that's because dealers were calling me and saying like I'm closing and and you saw what was mm-hmm. going on in New York so much of my circle obviously just because of where I spent my time is right here in New York and and it was an absolute disaster but as it unfolded what we found out uh, about this was that paint dealers in general were in a really good spot and I'm sure that that means that C2 dealers were in a good spot as well, no? That's true, particularly those focused on retail. 
There yes. was there was strong demand. Everybody staying home, staring at their yes. walls, thinking uh, you know probably getting jabbed in their side by their by their wives, saying, "Hey, can, let's get right. some stuff done. We're here. May as well." Right. And so, for the most part, I find that dealers are doing very well financially in what, for sure, continues to be a very challenging retail environment operationally they seem to be facing a lot of challenges. Are, are you guys dealing with issues like that as well? Well, operationally, it's definitely a challenge. The, the, the silver lining of this whole thing is that demand, particularly as we said in those retail environments, has stayed relatively steady, if not even jumped up a little bit. Yes. Most dealers got in front of the curve and drastically cut costs, which is part of what created that challenging operating environment. Right. Um, but in doing so, they really have been able to achieve strong, very strong levels of profitability, and then combined sometimes with even, you know, the, the assisted money, the PPP money. In some years, it's been That's spectacular. Right. And then right. the other operational challenge, obviously, is everyone has been struggling with, whether it's, you know, C2 or PPG, or even I hear Benjamin Moore, right? All manufacturers in this COVID environment are struggling to maintain and deliver inventory yes. as, we, as we would hope to. You know, it hasn't been, from what I'm hearing, it hasn't been so bad among the paint companies as much as the sundry companies are really struggling. But I agree, uh, getting product has really been a problem for a lot of retailers. And obviously, a lot of manufacturers are struggling to catch up for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. uh, something in the pandemic or in the response to the pandemic, you know, caused that effect on their business. That's but right. you're right. As long as demand is good, as far as I'm concerned, dealers can, you know, can tighten up their thinking caps if they need to and figure out solutions. As long as demand is there, then, then dealers should continue to be okay. That's right. Well, and I know that you've been talking about it so much. Certainly e-commerce platforms and shifting yeah. some of that, that transaction flow into the digital platforms has been a big, big boost for the yes. independent dealers that have made the decision to jump on board early. Yes, yes. I know a number of dealers that, that are doing very, very well uh, with their e-commerce platforms already, I'm happy to say. So I agree with you that that shift continues. And I think that we're all going to see it all meaning everybody in this space, dealers, manufacturers, you know, uh, jobbers, distributors, whatever. I think we're all going to be affected by that at some point. Uh, enough of our business is going to move to the online fulfillment that uh, it'll have to become important to everybody. Right. And there are so many of those streams of um, streams of business, whether it is the shift from retail to online. Um, I think paint manufacturers are going to have some, we're going to understand and realize some changes to our business model down the road, you know, sure. being restricted for travel and the way we interact with customers. I think there are a lot yeah. of changes that will, that will show themselves down the road. And in fact, because we've been forced to, maybe we've stumbled on some more efficient or even, you know, more preferable ways of doing business in the process. Yeah. Yeah. What have you learned that you had to respond to this crisis? What did you learn that we don't want to throw away when the crisis That's right. resolves itself? What can we hang on to that, that makes our, our organizations better? That's and right. so before we move on, are, are you guys starting to have conversations about the sales environment in a post-COVID world? We most certainly are. And, and at C2, we're doing that for a number of reasons. And I'm not sure whether this is the call to get into that or not, but, but definitely. And it's not just um, as a, 
as a response to sort of the financial benefits of the pandemic, right? And not traveling and that sort of thing. But it really is the driver for this is we're hearing from dealers that in many ways, this is a more preferable way to do business. That's and right. so, you know, I think it, from my perspective, we're, we're trying to, to thread that needle between obviously uh, there's the, the expectation in terms of training and support for the staff. Uh, strategic cons- uh, discussions in terms of how to develop the business together with our retail partners, um, but at the same time, cultivating the relationship. You know, a C2 yeah. business, C2 Paint being a, an independent dealer driven and managed business, that relationship yeah. with our retailers is so critical to us. Yeah. And so we're trying to find the sweet spot in terms of having that face-to-face contact. And if we can do that over Zoom, it's better for everybody. But certainly looking for ways to, to build the partnership that we have with our retailers. Yeah, and that's something that I think a lot of manufacturers are going to have to figure out is there's a lot that can be replaced with Zoom. But of course, physical contact, getting in front of your customers cannot be replaced by Zoom or even getting in front of your customers' customers, which this business right. does a good job of getting sales reps in front of of painters in front of maintenance people. And so obviously that there's, there's only one way to do that. And so I'm interested to see how all this plays out. And so hopefully in a few months, as you guys work through some of those issues, we can have you back on and we can talk about how some of that is going, but I really did. You're right. I didn't want to get into this today because you guys made a big announcement fairly recently, which I, called wind of and I, I thought it was super cool and that's why I actually called you and asked you to come on today. So you guys are in the process of changing manufacturers as we record this is just about February 1st and you guys are in the process of changing manufacturers who make the C2 paint for you. Why don't you go ahead and talk about that a little bit? Sure. So I, I should start by saying this is really C2's business model. C2 has been a toll manufactured product since we started the company in 1999, meaning we have always come up like a craft beer company. We've always come up with the formula and have always paid someone else to manufacture and distribute for us. So this is part of the business model. And we've, we've been through this process five times now working with different manufacturers. So to be clear, what you're talking about is, is uh, you guys announced that you have switched from Pittsburgh to another manufacturer, and we'll get to that in a second. But, but I think what you're saying is this was part of a, of a planned move. This was not a crisis uh, for C2. This is how you do it. That's right. That's right. I mean, certainly uh, in for those of, of your listeners that were familiar with our partnership with PPG, this wasn't you know part of the grand scheme five years ago. We thought we had found a home that would be more of a forever home, like people right. you know love to say now. Um, right. But for a everybody variety thinks of reasons, that on the day they sign the contract, Tom. Everybody no, thinks that's that. Right. It doesn't matter what you bought. Everybody thinks that on the day you signed. That's right. And so, but for a variety of reasons, really, um, and COVID being one of them, it, it just became more and more apparent, I would say, certainly within the last 12 months and really over the last 18 months that, that the strategic partnership between PPG and the Codings Alliance, it made less sense for both parties. Yeah. And uh, through that period of time and, and maybe accelerated by the pandemic, as has been so many things, we've come to the conclusion together, both PPG and the Coatings Alliance, that it's, that it's best for us to part ways. Um, it allows PPG to maintain their manufacturing focus on segments that are important to them. 
And right. it allows the Codings Alliance an opportunity to find a partner um, who can really be engaged in helping us drive our business and supporting us the way that we really need to be supported. You guys have changed your relationship and you're no longer buying product from PPG. Who's, who's making paints for you now, Tom? So we, we engaged in a competitive process and received multiple bids. And, and that's been, the, as I've said, the process from the beginning. Um, but at the end of it... times, excuse me to interrupt you. How many times has okay. C2 been through this in their 20 years? So it's been five times. About every four or five years oh, so is, is really the cycle. We're, we're kind of right on rhythm here. As yeah, so this is how it goes pattern. for you guys. Right, this that's is right. how it goes for you guys. That's right. Okay, so at so the you... end of the day, we've selected Diamond Vogel to be our manufacturer. Yeah. Oh, terrific. <laughs> All right, well, good, good, luck to, to good luck to both of you. And so what was it uh, about Diamond Vogel that, uh, uh, that caught your attention? Obviously, when you told manufacturer, price is some piece of it, but I do know C2 is, is not as focused on price. You're in that super premium paint's got to be great. So how are you guys making that decision and what made Diamond Vogel stick out to you? Well, certainly, certainly price is a factor, right? We owe it to ourselves and to our retailers to be as efficient as possible and deliver the product to market, you know, as efficiently as we can. So that, that is certainly part of the discussion, but there are manufacturing metrics that have to be met. Uh, there, there are process um, evaluations that we go through to ensure that repeatability and the performance is exactly where we need it to be. And it's, it's a unique situation, given that it's our formula and somebody else making it. Right. You can imagine that there are, it's an iterative process where they sort of see what the formula is, they test it out, we ensure that it meets specification, we ensure that it can be done repeatably, and then we, in the, and then we talk about the, the distribution piece of it right? What level of inventory is required to support the business going forward? Right. And so now going forward, you're easing out, I suspect, of your relationship with PPG and sort of ramping up a relationship with Diamond Vogel. Why don't you talk a little bit about where you're at right now with Diamond Vogel? Are they uh, making paint yet? Are they delivering paint yet? What exactly is the, is the plan going forward? So they're in the process of making paint, I would say. Um, that lab, that lab process that I just described, we've kind of mm -hmm. moved on now to the manufacturing piece of it. So batches are scheduled, they're being produced, inventory is being built, while at the same time, we still have PPG shipping orders on our behalf. Right. And that transition between PPG and Diamond Vogel will occur probably the first of March, I would say. I'm targeting okay. mid-February, but in reality, we're, we're looking at the first of March before this gets done. Right. And so dealers can expect what in that time frame? Because you guys have a lot of dealers nationwide. What's been the experience from sort of their perspective? Well, what's interesting about this is that the dealer is impacted really very little throughout this process. When a dealer does right. business with the Coatings Alliance, they place their orders with our staff. They call in for customer service with our staff. They track their orders, right? So everything happens here in-house, and that will remain the same. Um, really, the only difference, and probably unnoticeably so, is that the product will be shipping from a different physical location once we make the transition. Right. right, which I think, so long as it shows up the next day, I don't think any paint dealer cares about where it spent the night before. That's right. It, That's it right. Came into, it came into their store. And so I, I do know a little bit about Diamond Vogel. I don't know if you know this, but they're a member of All Pro. And so I had met 
a number of their executives a few times over the years. I don't know much about them as a manufacturer. They're not particularly significant, or at least have not been up to this point in this space for independent retailers. But they're a very large manufacturer of paints, and they're a family-owned company, if I'm not mistaken. That's absolutely right. And that's really one of the things that has attracted the two of us together to work together. Um, yeah. Diamond Vogel, we've been cultivating a relationship with that with that crew, Jeff and his team, for probably 18 months now. Uh, so Jeff, has Jeff Powell. Jeff Powell. Yep. Yes. Jeff Powell, CEO of Diamond Vogel. Yep. That's right. The, the, the industry is a small industry, so we all get to know one another. Um, and, and I think it's funny, a lot of business, it does kind of start off at that relational level, right? Is there a spark? Is there, is, does there seem to be a compatibility? And that's one of the things that we sensed with Diamond Vogel from, from the very beginning. Our, our retailers, most of them being generational, multi-generational, family-owned businesses, it only makes sense that we could have a strong platform for a partnership with a multi-generational family-owned paint manufacturer as our total right. manufacturer. Right. And, and I've met, I mean, there are still Vogels that own that company. I don't know about, you know, how they're structured and who owns what, but I've, I've met a number of Vogels uh, at the All Pro shows that are still involved, uh, at least as retailers uh, with that company. And so what a great feeling uh, to have a, really what you guys are, are, are a family owned business, right? Let's be honest. I mean, you're a, right. a paint manufacturer, but your corporate team has got several members of your family and the dealers that own the structure are That's all right. businesses. Absolutely. For sure. And so Tom, what is it that you're hoping to accomplish now that you've got this uh, new relationship in place? Where, where do you see this taking C2 from here? Well, obviously, we, we start small and then we think much bigger. Um, and so today, our immediate focus is this transition, right? We want, to, we want to get good at making product in a new factory and efficiently delivering that to our, our retail locations. And so that's really a lot of the focus right now. Um, certainly with Diamond Vogel, we think there are opportunities for us to, us being the Coatings Alliance, to take a look back at all of our products to sweep through and see are there areas where we can improve the product. That's one of, been a, one of our corporate missions from day one is that we want to be leading the pack in terms of product quality at all times. And right. naturally, as, the, as things, as new raw materials are introduced, right, you can't always be on top. There's sort of a leapfrog game that, that yeah. has to naturally occur. And, and listen, start- C2, let's be honest, excuse me for interrupting, C2 yeah. is at a small disadvantage there where uh, the company is smaller than other organizations. And so that means you might not be able to, to keep yourselves on the cutting edge, but with Diamond Vogel. Yes, absolutely. And, and ironically, Mark, it is one of, the, one of the situations that's worked out in our favor. So while you would think on the surface that we might be at a disadvantage, it's probably less than you would believe. So I, I agree with what you're saying in terms of resources and exposure and those sorts of things. But the truth is, when you've got a company that's committed to quality like the Coatings Alliances, you'll find that raw material suppliers are very interested to talk to you about something new that works, even though it might not be super cost effective today. Right. And so that's one of the areas where we really plan to, to scope it, everything out and see what's there and look for new opportunities to make these products even better. 
And that methodology, <clears throat> pardon me, that methodology has shown some success for you guys. If I'm not mistaken, you've got two products, the guards and the cabinet and trim, which are both uh, uh, excellent products for you guys that perform basically because of a little bit of technology that nobody else is using. That's right. And, and really, if, if, de if dealers have the time and want to talk about those stories, what's interesting, this, is, this speaks to the power of the Coatings Alliance business model. Being owned and managed by independent paint dealers, both of those products came to us from independent paint dealers. It's not stuff wow. that we as the corporate team uncovered. It's not that corporate you know, folks can't come up with great ideas. But the truth of the matter is, the real power. It's okay to shit on corporate folks in this podcast. Ah, they're good people. They're good people. But but the real power of the business model is the ideas and the feedback that comes directly to us from the field, unfiltered, unvarnished, yeah. straight to us. And in turn, that's another benefit of this association with Diamond Vogel. The information that we receive goes directly to decision makers at Diamond Vogel, right? Does not get filtered, does not pass go. We're dealing with right. people who can influence the outcome right from the start. And that's a beautiful thing for an independent retailer to know that they are immediately where they need to go with their information and change can happen very quickly. Right. And, you know, I, I get probably you guys are looking forward to that. Uh, I don't know anything at all, obviously, about your relationship with PPG, except to say that I know how big PPG is. And, and so I know that that must have been a problem to you know, get items on the agenda in front of them. They're, you know, pushing $20 billion a year. And I don't know how big C2 is, but less than $20 billion a year, right? And and so it's it's got to be tough to imagine getting important items for C2 on a PPG agenda, which when you compare them to Diamond Vogel, where it sounds to me like you're dealing with the CEO of the company, a much, much better pathway to get your information out there. That's, that's absolutely correct. Every, I find that every situation is a bit of a double-edged sword. We can, we can all come up with the advantages of working with a massive corporation like PPG. And I have to tell you, when you're able to get the ear of the decision makers of PPG, you find them to be very responsive. But given right. all their responsibility and the priorities, right, right? certainly it makes sense that the partnership between the Coatings Alliance and Diamond Vogel probably makes some more sense than, you know, at the CEO level, the Coatings Alliance and PPG. Right. Well, I, I appreciate what, what you're saying here, Tom. I have to say most times I think in, you know, I didn't know any of this before you came on. I, I knew just enough to keep the conversation going. I, I sort of expected, I have to admit, I sort of expected to hear a little bit of, wow, PPG really sucked. But I, it sounds to me like, like you had a, a good relationship with them for a number of years and it had run its course. And now everybody seems to be comfortable and you guys are moving on. No, that's right. And I, and I do think it is one of the positive stories in a world that's full of bad news and just everybody, you know, either it's you totally love one another or you totally hate one another. Right. This is really, to me, a great story in that business partners can change their strategy and can find a way to part ways amicably, you know, and I, I have to commend PPG for, for their support in this process thus far. It's, it's, it's been great. So I, I am grateful to them. Well, that is a really, really upbeat and positive way to end it, actually. Do you have any final thoughts before I cut you off? Because what a great way to end an episode. 
No, that's fantastic. We just we hope that this change that our existing retailers will will see the benefits of this change. We at the Coatings Alliance staff and the Diamond Vogel staff are very committed to making this transition as seamless as possible. And we're excited to support your businesses as we head in the new year. We've got some great new products coming out. We've got the product changes that I talked about and certainly a lot of inventory and support available for your business. So thanks. Tom, what a great way to wrap this up. Tell me final thoughts for dealers who want to reach out and learn some more about C2 Paint or the Coatings Alliance. How would they, how would they find you guys? Well, the easiest way to access information 24-7 is on our dealer website. So it's www.c2dealer.com. And, and lots of information is up there about our dealer programs and, and the different products that we offer. Certainly, I'm available to talk. If you want to reach out to me by email, my email address is pretty easy. It's th in the number four at c2paint.com. Uh, or you can call our office, 716 853-5776. And ask for Tom Hill. Tom Hill, president of C2 Paints and the Coatings Alliance. Thank you so much for another terrific episode. I really appreciate you coming on board today. Thank you, Mark. Thanks for the conversation. I really appreciate it too.